We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. I'm Tom Muller. If your teenagers are heading into their junior year, the time is ideal to begin the process of applying to colleges or postgraduate trade schools. Dr. Danny Huerta is with me giving you, Mom and Dad, a roadmap to help your college-bound kids. That's right after this from cowboy poet Jeff Hildebrandt and his view from the pew. We hear a lot of praise these days for those who first respond to a crisis situation. Their actions go beyond what seems to be safe limits. Their lives are on the line, and yet, when they're needed, first responders really shine. Well, the very first responder, you may not realize, showed up to rescue everyone who faced a sure demise. Disease had hardened human hearts and led to demonstrations that divided people's loyalty with godless complications. The solution for that deadly curse can still be yours today. All you have to do is ask. Just close your eyes and pray for Jesus Christ to save you. Please don't wait any longer. The time is short, so call for help from Christ, the first responder. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff's latest book is Positive Rhymes for Perilous Times. Many of the poems you hear on Along the Way are from that book. Positive Rhymes for Perilous Times by Jeff Hildebrandt, available on Amazon. Dr. Danny Huerta from Focus on the Family is in the process of helping his son apply for colleges. If you're facing the same thing for your children, he's got some great insights into all the things you'll need to know. My son, he's 18. He's he's right in the middle of it. It's been great to have uh, conversations on the preparation for that, uh, not only educationally, academically, but also uh, just socially and then spiritually as well. It's, it's throw, thrown us into some really good, rich conversation around the preparation for that and what this next chapter is all about. We have a lot of um, ends to this chapter and then beginnings, uh, anticipating new beginnings for that next chapter of my son's life. You know, this is a subject that I can't give you uh, much personal insight from because I chose one college on the basis of that I liked its uh, football team. So, <laughs> so yeah, that just shows how it's super... one criteria. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the only criteria. <laughs> and uh, that shows how superficial I am. So, <laughs> um, was it a good football team? Good experience with football? Yeah, yeah it was a good experience. I, I, I married uh, the, the girl who... Uh, who dated the All-American quarterback of the football team, but oh, wow. but he lost the Rose Bowl for us. And every every January first, I remind my wife that she made the better choice. <laughs> she reached for the better side. Uh, that's right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's right. When should a college search start? There's there's a lot of pressure to it, and 
that summer before you want to begin before you graduate um, uh, is really the, be- the the beginning of a search of, of starting to consider what is even junior year you can begin to consider where do I want to start off my college career and and what what uh, colleges do I want to begin to consider because then in the fall you have some applications that go out and you have a, a FAFSA the financial assistance form that you fill out, and at that point you want to begin to narrow your search down. And then around this time is when you're applying for scholarships. Beginning of December and January, you're, you're uh, applying for specific scholarships at the schools, having interviews for those things. And so you want to take care of a lot of uh, things before that, which would be the ACT, SAT test-taking, uh, because that's important as you're applying for colleges. So the checklist begins the junior year and then the summer uh, before the senior year. And then just know that if you're behind the uh, be, be behind everyone else, there's no need to panic. It's just you've you got to catch up. And, and uh, that means filling things out during this Christmas season and getting those things done so that uh, you're not left behind on some of the available uh, scholarships. And there are some schools that actually end up uh, not spending some scholarship money because they weren't uh, claimed. And so know that uh, you're, not, you're not lost in it if you haven't, you haven't filled that out. But make sure you catch up. And a, a good place to start is calling, uh, if, if you have some colleges that you've narrowed down, calling the, uh, uh, the, the guidance counselor there and also accessing the guidance counselor at the school you're at and, and, and starting to, to go off a checklist. And on the Internet, many times the colleges also have checklists that you can, uh, you can check off on. And make sure you involve your student, your son or daughter, in the process of owning a lot of this because uh, it, it can be a, a great exercise to help build responsibility and ownership on what they're doing. Don't do it all for them. Uh, just be a coach and somebody that goes alongside of them as they're doing this. You know, it's interesting, as you say, don't do it all for them. I'm, I'm sure this is a family affair, but uh, my wife and I go at things differently in terms of, uh, well, frankly, control. Uh, I imagine you have to deal with that between you and your spouse in the in the process. Oh, yes, yes, very definitely. Uh, most most of the time, probably close to 100% of the time, you've married somebody that's totally different than you, and there's two different personalities, and one or the other is going to want to take on more of the control out of fear of it's not just not going to get done. And so I, I really don't want this for my child. It's going to be bad if they don't get it done, and so I, I need to step in and, and have it uh, and do it for them because it's easier that way. But really, in the long term, you want to equip your child to own this and to put in the time and effort of doing that and then live with the consequence of not doing that if they don't get it done. And, and you know, of course, we have some, some uh, sons and daughters that are more responsible than others, and they'll own it well. And there's some others that are very forgetful and need more coaching along the way. So view it as a coaching opportunity and a teaching opportunity uh, rather than uh, an angst to have to get it done at a certain time and that you need to get it done. And because a lot of times there's resentment on the other side of that, like uh, maybe shaming of the kid. Man, see, I always have to do stuff for you. 
you're never responsible, things like that that aren't helpful for the relationship either. So rather than doing that, maybe saying, okay, what are the tools that my child needs in order to own this well and to start off the next chapter uh, owning this, this educational opportunity and, uh, and stepping into a more responsible place? And, uh, and maybe you map that out and ask the questions necessary. Hey, what do you need from me to help you be successful at signing up for this next uh, uh, chapter, this, this college that you're going to be going to, and explore the anxieties that your son or daughter may feel that may cause them to avoid owning it because they may actually be avoiding the whole thing because they're afraid of growing up. They're afraid of all these unknowns that are coming at them, and so they just procrastinate as much as they can. Deal with that, those emotions, so that they learn how to navigate anxiety and stress as well, knowing that many things don't turn out as bad as we think they're going to turn out. Sometimes uh, kids will make the decision based off of, uh, you know, it's a party school or it's a school where all my friends are going or this is where uh, my girlfriend or boyfriend is going and so I want to go there. Remove those factors and begin to go through pros and cons. Let's look at what is going to be uh, the best for that investment, that amount of money, that am amount of, of investment. Part of it is the overall experience of it. Uh, like you you had wanted the football experience. <laughs> There's an overall experience that you're going to have there. And that's not bad. That's just one of the criteria, and that's why visiting the university is helpful and also within the long-term plan of uh, academics and career, you, you want to go through a pros and cons list and help them build that out and then make some decisions uh, based on a list and reaching for the best uh, possible option and knowing that it's a year-to-year -year thing. You know, if the first year make a decision. It's not permanent, and uh, that way they don't feel completely locked in. It's, it's one where you're in and, and try some things out and look at the pros and cons with the uh, priorities that you guys have set uh, for going to college in the first place. And you've already gone through some of the things that need to be paid attention to, um, either tangentially or uh, a direct statement as to when is the best time to start, uh, websites for the uh, particular college or university you're going to, uh, how much money you have and, and what you're prepared to, uh, to take out of pocket, uh, what kind of scholarship, uh, uh, scholarships you need or want and so forth. Do you have a checklist yourself uh, of the various things that, that – uh, you should look at? Yeah, well, one of the, the main ones we haven't talked about yet, Tom, is from a biblical worldview, from uh, a life uh, following Jesus, which one is a place where I can grow? Uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, colleges and universities that have Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Young Life, other great programs, and you can uh, learn more about those at each of the universities and see how those groups are doing and, and get signed up for uh, some of their uh, news feeds <clears throat> to see what kind of active type of group is on campus. So you want to look at where can, where can there be continued spiritual growth and also 
is your child, your son or daughter, solid enough to remain steadfast and deep-rooted spiritually the university they're going to go to? Uh, Because we are seeing that that is a difficulty and a problem for uh, many uh, college students, especially the first year uh, they begin to explore other beliefs and and lose their faith and Mm -hmm. lose their, they they kind of become blind there. So on the checklist side, I look for, uh, as, as my son and I are going into this and my wife is involved in it as well, we're looking at financially, which one's going to make the most sense. So we look at the finances, we look at spiritually, is there going to be availability of growth and, and connectedness there? And then is there going to be an opportunity for growth towards the, the major that my son is interested in? Uh, and, and then opportunities to explore further whether or not that is the career he wants to explore. Is there opportunities there? And then scholarships, um, uh, are there opportunities, bigger opportunities at certain universities than others? And can he apply for uh, more things there? And then uh, as far as it's just enjoyment of life there, are there opportunities for um, the things he's interested in around intramurals and other activities where he can uh, participate socially with others and experience that connectedness. Those are kind of the main ones, and, uh, and he's, he's very much a guy that loves, to, loves the family, loves to be with family, and so is, is, is it close enough where he can, he can come back when, during the holidays and other times where he wants to spend time with the family and it's not going to be a huge expense or huge difficulty doing so. One of the questions I was going to ask was in terms of, you know, spiritual life um, and attacks on the spiritual life. I think that if we were to do a survey right now of everybody who is listening to to our conversation now, uh, I think that we would find uh, a huge percentage of Christians who are saying, whoa, we're talking college uh, we're talking anti-Christian uh, uh, behavior and uh, and uh, indoctrination and just a, a barrage of uh, anti-Christian Christian stuff. That is that a stereotype, or is that something we should really, really uh, drill down in and and take a closer look in the decision? Yeah, I would say the the front lines of the battlefield right now is in our education system, especially in the in the college mm-hmm. sphere, and that's the battle for our kids' minds. Yeah. There's there are a lot of lies being flung right now in uh, public universities, uh, and they're being taught as fact when it's not at all fact. And so, one of the things that I've taken upon myself as a dad is with my son, we're, we're reading books such as, uh, like Jay Warner Wallace wrote Person of Interest, and then Richard Simmons III wrote Reflections on the Existence of God. Uh, we have biblical worldview resources at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting, and going through those resources with my son, and taking it upon myself to really dig into the truth and the evidence of the existence of Jesus, the existence of God, God's Word and the reliability of God's Word to make sure he's equipped with truth and can ask any question of me while he's at home so that he can go in having those questions answered rather than trying to seek for those while he's at college. 
And uh, there'll be challenges to that. Mm-hmm. And I've told them, you know, this is, this needs to be the faith that you believe in wholeheartedly and like the disciples did, are willing to give their life for it. And so we need to we need to dig in together and read what we what what we need to read in order for you to satisfy the questions and doubts you may have in your heart. And so it's not whether or not are my kids going to have doubts, it's when they're going to have doubts and making sure that 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 we've provided them with the resources necessary to truly explore truth rather than things with an agenda and um and, and there, there, there's a lot of evidence out there, a lot of great uh, text and information that's very factual and true and provides the evidence to solidify their faith before they go to college. And a good place locally in Colorado is Summit Ministries. And I'm going to have both my kids go through that program. There's a two-week summer program that just explores biblical worldview and grapples with other worldviews that are out there and exposes what is not true about those worldviews and help solidify the biblical worldview and the evidence that is out there. So looking for programs like that, my daughter's wanting to go out to a gap year. She wants to take her first year of college and go to um, uh, take a gap year, and that means having a exploration of that biblical worldview in a very deep way for that first year to solidify her faith as she goes into a university, and she wants to someday become a counselor. So it's a it's a perfect way to go into that next chapter of potentially being a biblically based counselor herself, and making sure her faith is solid. And there are a lot of great uh, gap year programs, including one that's that's put on by uh, the owners of Chick Fil A down in Georgia. It's a one year program that gives you college credit, uh, and there are many others out there that you can uh, you can explore and. We hope to have more and more of those resources uh, for you to learn about through our FocusOnTheFamily.com slash parenting uh, tab here on the, on the Focus on the Family website uh, so that you are informed and up-to-date on what is available for those, one, uh, those gap year programs, but also what you can talk about in preparation for steadfast faith for your child if they go into college. Yeah, instead of looking at uh, college with some foreboding um, in terms of, you know, what, what what kind of indoctrination is going to be taking place in my kid as he or she goes off to college, uh, you, you, you use it as an opportunity to help shore up their faith, uh, help identify the uh the strength of their faith and the weaknesses of their faith uh and help equip them uh which will which will really i think help the interaction between parent and and student absolutely and tom we've developed live it challenges that focus on the family monthly challenges that we hope uh you begin uh stepping into from an early age with your kids and um, actually, in January, we have uh, a graphic novel called Captain Absolutely, and that is a biblical worldview graphic novel for your 8 to 13, you can even 7-year-olds love it, 14, 15-year-olds love it. And it's, it's a, a worldview graphic novel in which each character represents a different worldview. And you have about 40 to 45 pages of worldview conversation content that you can have as a parent with your 
uh, young preteen or early teenager on this very topic of how, how do we know the biblical worldview is the right one, and how do we know what it is, and how do we see the life differently through that biblical worldview lens when we look at life, when we look at current events, when we look at marriage, when we look at parenting, all those things are impacted by a biblical worldview. And so we're providing that resource that's coming out, the, the, the uh, most updated and expanded editions coming out in January, and it's very, very reasonably priced, and it'll be on sale at that, at that time. And uh, within our uh, Live It Challenges, we also give the, the kids the opportunity, as you know, of bringing their Bible to school one day out of the year and courageously standing up with others and saying, this is my faith that, I'm, that, that, I, that I believe in. I believe in Jesus Christ and uh, that he died on the cross for my sins and that he is still alive and that he's coming. And that's what we uh, celebrate with Advent right now, the anticipation of Jesus coming back. And we've provided a lot of resources for families as well around the Advent conversation that is so important to our faith and anticipating Jesus' return and what that means and the evidence of Jesus' birth, that he came as a Messiah, as our Savior. So having those touch points throughout the year, throughout the development of your child is so important. So if you have an 8-year-old and you're not thinking about college, the preparation for that begins now. Uh, the checklist of, of, of the college is that junior year in the summer before, but the preparation spiritually begins much more uh, much further before that, as you're building that steadfast faith and also the conversations to live out your faith. And so we've provided as much of those tools as we can for you as parents with those livid challenges and then biblical pursuits monthly that you can engage with as a family. Have, if you have a leader-type child, have them own that side and help with the instruction and the preparation spiritually of your family, and you'll see them come alive. And the uh, Live It Challenges, uh, are those available on FocusOnTheFamily.com slash parenting? Actually, BringYourBible.org is where you can find those okay. uh, mo- right. most readily. And then once you sign up, they'll be sent to you, okay. to your inbox, your email, or you can ask for a text, and it'll send it to your phone. We want to make it as easy as possible. And go to BringYourBible.org. It'll take you about 10 seconds to fill that out, and then you'll be getting those uh, in your inbox. Uh, one quick question, and then I want to summarize uh, the various resources that you've you've stated in terms of focus on the family dot com parenting, uh, bring your Bible dot org, Summit Ministries, and so forth. Uh, when is a taking a gap before you start college, or a decision to take a trade school instead of uh, the traditional college or community college? instead of the four-year college. Uh, when when uh, are those decisions uh, the, the, the most apparent better route than a four-year college? Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic question, Tom. That's a, it's a difficult decision, but it's not final. It's not permanent. Some of the parents feel a lot of angst making that decision, and sometimes a child may uh, need that gap year, and you can. that's evident. Uh, that junior year, senior year, they may say, hey, I'm getting a little burned out with school. I really want to uh, take a gap year and solidify my faith and, and take a break from all the, the other academic stuff. Have that conversation. Don't be threatened by that. It's, you can get some credits, uh, elective credits through that, through many of those gap year programs. 
it can be a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for your child to take that other next year to, to figure out even further what they want to pursue. The community college and trade school, usually you can begin to see that early in high school, sophomore, freshman, and even the junior year, you begin to see your child uh, say, hey, you know, I'm really wanting to go more towards this trade or uh, want to still explore what I really want to do. And if they're a senior and they don't know at all what they're doing, sometimes you can save a tremendous amount of money by going to community school, a community yeah, community college or uh, a local college as they take those generals and begin to figure out a little bit further what they're wanting to do and save that money for the, the last couple years or um, even a master's degree if they, if they choose to go after that down the road. Those first two years, there's a lot of exploration still taking place, and many uh, students end up saving a lot of money by just doing those generals at a, at a local community college. And you can figure that out uh, by junior and sometimes even the senior year. Maybe you've, you've missed a lot of the deadlines and, and you're still uh, trying to consider whether or not college is going to be the best option. Start off with a community college. And uh, those, those deadlines aren't as pressing as the uh, four-year colleges that are out there. So the resources that uh, we point our people to in terms of focus on the family would be focusonthefamily.com slash parenting and uh, uh, bringyourbible.org. Is that correct? That's correct. Go Mm -hmm. to those two. You'll find plenty, plenty of resources uh, through that. And we want to just know those are updated on a daily basis, new articles, and we do want to equip parents uh, that are considering the college years and just the preparation spiritually and also academically. So keep going back there, and uh, we hope to equip you. And if you ever see something that, uh, see there's a gap there on on our resources, if there's something you're wanting to see us write about or equip you with, let us know, and uh, we'll respond to that. Know that we have lots of people that will ask, hey, can you write an article about this, or can you develop a resource on that? And we take that into deep consideration and respond to that. And so if you have some great ideas and you see something that you uh, uh, see something missing there on our website, please let us know and we'll, we'll uh, take care of that. Dr. Danny Huerta from Focus on the Family. Thanks for joining us along the way today and join me weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 94.7 FM The Word as I introduce the teaching features along with the traffic and the weather. Then, back here on weekends, on Along the Way. I'll talk to you then. <laughs>